Uh, don't you know that from coast to coast, where there's dope, there's hope, where there's dope, there's hope. Shh, wait, is it lit? Uh, don't. Whoa. Are we back? We are back again. We back again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Happy Pride, everybody. Happy Pride. You know what I'm saying? Second one for the Pride Month. It still is June. It's you know what I'm June. saying? Soon to be Juneteenth. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of things going on in June. Juneteenth. It's your boys. We back at it again, man. It's your man, Earth Tone. I'm your man, the real peasy. Hey, let me swallow that. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead and get your voice right, oh, man. Hold on, hold on. Let me yeah, go ahead and get a, get a swiggle. Get a sip. Go ahead and get a swiggle. Mug. You know what I'm saying? We back at it again for mm. the 33rd time. For the 33rd time. You know what I'm saying? Episode 33 of the Herbal Tea Podcast. This is our Jesus episode. Oh, is that what it is? Jesus died at age he 33. He did. He it's did. 33 shots in one Glock. That's 16 apiece. It's 30. <laughs> 21 was holding 17. 27 <laughs> hit to you. Six went to you. Some yeah, shit like yeah, that. yeah. He broke it down. He, he did the math. You got to do the science, though. You the gotta mathematics. Do the science. You gotta, Come on, man. Come on, man. But we just going to get right into it, man. Because right, right, it's a right. lot going on. It is. You know, the city The city been slowly opening back, man. But now. It's official. The doors is bust open. Biatch. They bust wide open. And we officially outside now. We outside. So if you around, we around. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just know that. Um. Who we got, man? We're going to get into this music. It's a lot of good news. We're going to get into this going music. We are going to get, get into, into this, this music. music. Man, I love new music and I love listening to it. Come on, man. Our first one that we are bringing to the stage. Who are we bringing? He is a newcomer. We got a young boy? We got a young boy. Okay. Shout out to the main, Deli Bo. Deli Bo. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Let me go ahead and get y'all in, get y'all familiar. Deli Bo is a Belize-born, mm. LA-based singer, song, singer and songwriter and rapper who rose to fame in 2018. Okay, off the massive popularity of his viral bisexual problems, "Bitch, Can You Solve Them?" Mm. Okay, you know what I'm so he came out with it. He like, came all out. Right. You know what I'm saying? He was doing his thing for a little jump. while, but then it was that one that hit for him. Okay, Belize you know born. Come on, Belize. Come on, Belize born. That's Central America. You kind of adjacent to where your boy is. We might have a conversation. I got some questions okay. for you. Okay, Sean. Ain't you know, Sean from Belize? He is from Belize. You know what I'm saying? He part of the whole situation. He running for government and all that. But, you know, bisexual problems went viral on TikTok, blew okay. up on TikTok. So, he got to, you know couple million views off that on YouTube right now. I think it stands at 2.1 million views. From well, there, damn. Yeah, yeah, he went major with it. So well, damn. Kind of brought a whole lot of good fortune. Okay. So from there, a few more viral singles. His uh, first EP, Phase One, spelled like W-O-N, and high-profile collaborations with the likes of Kid Ken mm. and a songwriting deal with Warner Brothers Music Group. So he's actually writing for somebody. He will not disclose the name in the interview that I had seen where he was disclosing about the deal. Ooh, okay. So he's writing for people at Warner. Oh, so you the, found some things. Right, I did Damn. find things. He's out there. You know what I'm saying? He got a lot going on. Dope. He is very, fun fact, comfortable indulging in his masculine and feminine identities Mostly in his visuals, they're in most, if not all of them. Um, but be very clear. He is a verse top. Mm. Off the market. Be very clear. He's all, He's involved. <clears throat> he can't take big dick, but he'll suck it to the end, and Issa Rae is a fan. 
Have you heard? Listen, of Demi I love the bullet points because he got right to it. You know what I'm saying? I love that because I feel like I really know him now. That's, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the gist of it. He gave you like, yo, listen, these is the hot points. And everything after that, you know, you're going to make your own. I haven't heard of him before, but it's interesting that you mentioned he's a collaborator of Kid Ken mm. because he gives me like Kid Ken's older, raunchier brother. You know what I'm saying? It's That's, like they write, they, yeah, that they, that, that sounds about right. I they love got that. a few. They got a few freestyles going on. They definitely okay. hit the WAP up. So they was definitely giving okay. me Megan and Cardi B energy. energy I love that. that. So I love that, man. It's kind of winning. That's so, super dope. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's that's what's up. He has a new project that is out right now. It's called Delbo's World. Delbo's World. And it came out on the 2nd of April. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's a seven-track EP. An app? E or an album. I don't know. It's, it's an app. It's, it's an app. Whatever you want to call it. It's definitely an app. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm going to call it? What? I'm going to call it a Reginald Get the Fuck On Out of Here. Oh, goddamn. Get this album. Whoa. Come get this shit. Wait a minute. You ain't even Come. like, ho, you ain't even warm niggas up to that. You was like, all right, I, this I shit thought is seven. I did. You was like, this shit is seven songs. <laughs> it's a fun song. But I'm going to tell you what I'm going to give it. Yo, this shit is a. Whoa. I thought that okay. I warmed it up just enough. Hey, well, tell them about it. You already know. Tell them about is. it. Seven tracks. Reginald, I gave it a 16%. Holy shit. And I only like one song off this album. And oh, my God. Why. Oh, my God. The song. Well, what's the lucky song? The lucky song is uh, I Want to See Some or IWSS. Ah, okay. That's the bop for me. Okay. The rest of it is, mm, okay, I get he's having fun, which is what he was saying. He was having fun with the record. But I'm kind of like, all right, the way you spit in, it's not really a lot of dynamic. After that first couple of songs, you're like, I get tired of him spitting like that. You know what I'm saying? With that whole loud and brashness <sighs> and that, you know. And that about, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. really, really super hyper animated for what reason? Like, just kind of trying too hard at a certain point. You know what I'm saying? Kind of giving Blueface and Saucy Santana. Oh, my <laughs> God. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty much what it's, what it's doing right now. Um, I seen, Have you seen the videos? I didn't see all of the videos. Okay. I saw I saw one of them, um, but yeah. What, so, what, so far, there's only two. Okay. It's for the first two okay, songs. Okay, I thought he had a few more. He's working on more. Okay. But the first two pretty much give you the sense of uh, who he is. And this is the thing about TikTok rap, mm. which is what I'm going to call it, mm. is the, the music is only going to be as good as the person that's doing it. And there's not a whole lot of replay value in it for me. So when I saw the video, I'm like, oh, this makes sense because look at him. Okay, now it clicks. Okay, now I understand who he is, where he's coming from, what type of energy he's giving. But this is not something I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going to post. I'm going to play some Delbo, put it on a playlist, mm. and see if I'm going to get my life from this. It's not giving me okay. that because he's not really spitting a lot. He might be giving a couple of punchlines, but he's not giving me nothing substantial here. Mm. He's you. giving you a quick one-minute or two-minute song at most. Yeah, and it's out of here. Average is about like a buck forty five, right? Yeah, and so you, you know, you could do some stuff. You could do some damage with that. You know what I'm saying? There's been plenty of songs, no matter the length, but it's not really a whole lot of substance going on here. 
Now, you know, granted, he did say he was having fun with it and he's got some other serious. Because I like when the way he was spitting on the bisexual problems. He kind of got a smoother flow, really explaining what the whole situation is. And he wasn't doing any of that on this record. Mm. So I'm kind of yearning for that. You know what I'm saying? A little variety with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the production, as dynamic as it is, it definitely matches him. But sometimes it's still like he's still doing, he's trying to outdo the production. And that's a lot. That's, mm. that's a lot going on. So, um, okay. Reggie, come get this song. Come Damn, get this album. You gave it Reginald what? 16? 16th. Yikes. You know what I'm saying? Um, Deli Bo, shout okay. out to you for your music. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Keep doing your thing. Um, hey, well, you know, he's just getting started. So, you know, he got to. Absolutely. He got some more work to do. For sure. Let's you got, get you it. Get, you definitely gave him uh, uh, some shit to work on. Yes. <laughs> please do. Okay. Okay. Um. Damn, 16% mm-hmm. Reginald James. Um, what you got? I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> um, I didn't give it, well, I, I gave it a 38% mid. Okay. okay. 38% mid. Um, I, it was, I agree with you on a lot of points. I feel like his biggest flaw here was, even though he averaged about a buck 45, two minutes a song, this is this project is too long for you to be talking about the same content on every single song. Mm-hmm. I'ma just I'ma just point out, I gotta point this out. I'm gonna give you the first line to every song. It's only seven songs, but I'ma just give you the first bar. First song, welcome to the world, Adele Bo. And I be that bitch you never tell no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two, who's next? Don't compare me to no bitch because I'm next. Okay. These is these are the first bars. Open the bars. Third one, I need a I need a bitch down to fuck me in the bathroom. My name ring bells like a classroom. Four, look at me, bitch. I'm the bomb. Boom. I'm the baddest bitch in the room. Like you get the gist of it. It's like these is the opening bars for every song. It's like we get it. It's cool, but I agree with you. Like you said, it's it's the the lasting value is very it's like here I heard it and I'm probably not gonna go back to this ever again. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't terrible. Like I could see how you know I could see how the kids gonna love it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's a vibe. It's a mood. It has its situations where it could be played. You could throw this on your playlist and get hype for the. You know what I'm saying? Like it could get you up. You it got pre-game. that energy. You might be able to pregame. It's this. so funny that you said Blueface because that was one of the <laughs> people I said I heard. I actually I heard him. I could hear a little bit of Paperboy, even though the content is very different. Yo, Paperboy is into him. He's very okay, much so into that makes Del sense. Bo. So that makes sense. It does, and this is the same. Yeah, thing. that's I what I'm saying. I could definitely hear Paperboy. I could hear you know the tonality. I the even way. hear Rico. Rico's in kind of yes. The same I gave thing going on that type. But of that's rap. why I appreciate artists like that. That, you know, it's not necessarily okay. He's not using his natural voice. That's not his talking voice. Yeah, He's no. putting more into it. No, and it's an nah. energy and it's a certain thing that go in, that goes into that. And he's also rapping. He is rapping. He has a few bars where he called. I was like, okay, it's not a lot. Ain't, no, ain't nothing smack me in the face. But he had a few lines where I was like, okay, he knows how to put together a line. He knows mm-hmm. how to rap. But it's like you said, that same flow. I don't want to hear he that can. on every song. And then yeah. I don't want to hear the same content. If he would have just, I want to hear him do that same style, but then talk about some real shit. Like, give me, you know, you got to vary it up. If you're going to give me this as a single, okay, a couple songs, a two-pack, yeah. cool. Yeah. I don't want to hear seven of these. Right. A seven of the same exact song. Like, right. it's like, come on. Like, you might as well just gave me one single, which, like you said, that the, the 
Uh, I want to see something. That's my joint too. Like that was one of my favorites. Um, I thought I want to see some ass shit. <laughs> I thought the Dell clip. I thought the Dell clip joint was kind of dope. I thought him and the Big Clip. I like their little collab. Um, I thought she kind of took him a little bit, mm-hmm. but I thought the I thought the song was entertaining. Like I, it was a couple joints. It was like it was cool, but I just don't want to hear a whole project's worth of that. And then if this is what I have to look forward to as far as your album, yeah, I hope that's not it. Then it's like, uh, but it's like you said, he has other joints where he showed different flows and versatility. Yeah, so I know he has it. But I just don't know why he chose to give us a whole project full. He, like I said, he could have just gave it a two pack, and it probably would have got a higher grade. It would have been, you know what I'm fine. saying. But yeah, man, would have been fine. Thirty eight percent man, you got a sixteen percent Reginald 16. James. Absolutely, Reginald James to the building, for ladies real. and gentlemen. Hella um, personality though. Well, there you that. have it. Go check it out for yourself. Let us know what you think. Delhi Bow, man, Delhi's world. It's out streaming on all platforms. Del you ain't, you ain't got no reason to know. He was, oh, he was, I said Delhi's world. You said Delhi's it's Delbo's world. world. That was exactly what the guy that was interviewing him he was doing the same thing. Kept calling it Delhi's world. I know he was tight. I know he was tight. A couple of times. It's tricky, man. Yeah, right. And you're a new artist, so we gotta, you know, we gotta get used to it. But mm-hmm. hey, go check it out. Let us know what you think. Hey, man. For sure. There you have it. Mm-hmm. So who we got up next? Who we man? got we're up gonna next? Bring, we're gonna bring a dun- another one to the stage. We're gonna bring another one. So you heard a Doja Cat. I have heard of those. You know what I'm saying. Bit. You know what I'm saying. We got a little inside joke. We know we know a Doja kitten. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. as well. But <laughs> today we bring it to the stage, Doja, okay. ladies and gentlemen. D O J A H. Don't get it twisted. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Doja, Q plus artist, of course, hailing from San Francisco. A- she has a mantra. What's that? C S O. C dollar sign O. Ooh. Championship only, man. She not playing with you. She out here. Championship only. Yeah, championship only. That's, that's all she right. doing. Come elite. On. Elite the level. state is already there. Exactly. Exactly. She uh, started out writing poetry. Uh, poetry. Poetry. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually, you know, came across, you know, writing rap, charge your hand. That's yeah. kind of a natural transition. Yeah, that's kind of, that happens. It's a little bit of a gateway creative. Absolutely. Um, I was But there. then she fell in love with the process of, you know, Creating music, you know, when you writing and it becomes therapeutic and the whole recording process, hearing yourself on record and all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah. She fell in love with that. And ever since it been out of here, she's been, you know, recording music. Now, she's a fairly new artist. She's okay. only been doing it for about two, three years okay. as a artist. Like I said, she started out doing poetry. So she was always doing, you know, her pin game was always there. But as far as transitioning into the music that came as of recent, uh, two years. Um, she also directs and produces her own videos. Facts, facts. Um, so, you know, that's kind of a, a trend, especially amongst the younger and up-and-coming artists. DIY um, artists. Yeah, exactly. Do you it know, all the, the amount of resources you have that can help you with certain things, mm-hmm. they, they taking it into their own hands, and as they should, man, because it costs... To it be does. an independent artist and do this and do video, oh people don't realize that they like, yo, you got, you need more videos, you need to do. This. It costs Man. makeup, wardrobe, location, videographer. It, it's a lot. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. So she does her own. So she already cutting out the middleman. Um, have you ever heard of Doja? I have not heard of Doja, but when you said that she used to do poetry, I was like, you know what? That voice mm. definitely gives somebody who has a good spoken word okay. kind of aesthetic like type of voice. She definitely has a she presence. She has one of those. Mm. She, she has a presence on her track. Well, she has this new single, 
same shit. Mm-hmm. Same shit. Featuring her homie, mm-hmm. Foots. Oh, Foots the Beast. Foots the Beast. Foots. F O O T Z. The Beast. Uh, it came out April 6th. Um, two minutes, 48 seconds. Right, right. Yes, sir, man. I want to roll one up. What when I know? hear this, what like you want to roll, I want to roll some of that loud, man. I definitely want to. You know roll. what I'm saying? It mm. gotta, it gotta be that loud when you roll into this. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I was rocking with this joint, man. Mm. I gave it a 64% loud. Same shit. I gave it a 60. <laughs> I gave it a 64% loud, man. The beat came in. It instantly gave me that. It put me on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. It put me on some gangster shit. It was like okay, I hear those those sharp that sharp bass that wow yeah. I was like okay, this is where we going with it. And then like you said, her voice and her presence, she has she has a patience and a steadiness to her flow and her voice, but it's still powerful. Mm -hmm. If if that makes any sense, it's kind of dope. It's smooth at the same time, but it's like yeah, I'm here. It's a presence to it. Um, so she already given that. And then it's on some gangster shit, but she not glorifying it. It, it. This ain't no fairy tale about the hood or whatever, whatever. She trying to yeah, give no. game to the young niggas that's still in it. They on that same shit. They waking up dying for the same yeah, shit. Man. They waking up fighting for the same shit. Same you know shit. what I'm saying? Probably get lined up by the same bitch. Like, she go, she giving it to you on some real shit. Yep. It's slick lyrical. And then the beat hard, you know what I'm saying? And then the hook is infectious on some same shit. You know the same, same shit. shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's one of those. I was, mm-hmm. man, I don't know, man. I was rocking with it. And then the line that kind of was poignant for me, ain't no love in this world, don't go looking for it. Mm, that's dark. Mm, that's like, dark. That's dark. I don't, like, you don't even need the bar before or the bar after. Nah, Just nah. ain't no love in this world. Don't go looking for it. Ah, hit you right what? there. That's what it is. That's the reality. That's 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 lyrical to me. Like mm. when you, it's like lines like that kind of resonate. Don't it? Don't even got a rhyme. Like I don't know the bar, but after that or before that. I don't even know if it rhymed. You know what mm. I'm saying? I know, but it's like I'm just singling that bar out. It don't need the rest of the bars to stand with the impact you feel that it's like wow and then she got the homie she she pretty much grabbed baby e40 you know what i'm saying nigga she grabbed <laughs> she grabbed baby e40 and was like yo come nigga. come give me a 16 come hop nigga, on this nigga, shit for nigga. Me. come hop on this for me real quick you know what i'm saying and when i heard it i didn't know they was from the bay i was like oh yeah he definitely was influenced by e40 and then i read the bio and i was like okay yeah, it makes sense. Come on, man. He got the like, he got the extra off kilted ad lib doubles and all that. Like he, he was giving all that. He kind of went off too, but I think she definitely, she carried the song. Like it's a, yeah. It came together for me, man. It's natural. It came together for me. Sixty four percent loud. How you feeling? How you, you know feeling over there? How you feeling over Come there? You on the same man. shit or not? Nah? I'm definitely on the same oh, shit. shit. Oh, Roll up shit. that same shit. Come on, it's man. That same Come shit. On. It's kind of giving the same shit that she was just saying Come shit. On. You know what I'm saying? What you want me to do? Listen, roll up another loud for your boy. Oh, shit. Because, I mean. A double loud pack? It's pretty much double loud. Wow. You said 64. I said 65. Oh, my God. <laughs> I said 65. What happened? 1% off. What's up, S.A.? Come on, man. What's up, S.A.? Same shit. Yo, yo, chick did it. Like I was actually teetering on loud and mid for this because I'm like, you know, is there anything going on with mm. the song that shouldn't be happening? Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, nah, nah. This she's she's definitely giving you like 
the reality of it. It's something that's been the street shit been happening like it's not forever it's and not ever. Not it's not, it remind me of nonchalant. Remember the song Five O'clock in the Morning? Where, Where you, you gonna, gonna be? Outside on the corner. corner. You better get yourself together. That type of shit. It, but she gave it the West Coast feel on it. And, and that then she shit gave it me, like she in the field with him. Like she in we the field, all doing like, it, but like she see you, you should probably just like I see where you going. I've been there. Like, right, I seen you. you my brother just new. came off that shit. Yeah. Like some, like she got family or whatever friends that been through that same shit. We on the same shit. And then really and truly, the thing that made me pull it over the edge is like, yo, this song made me want to get on the West Coast beat because if this is how it's sounding out there. I'm pretty sure I we, we kind of do. We do for like getting on a few different type of joints. Absolutely. You know and I've saying? never had, I've never been lucky enough to find something that, you know, that I would want to do. But y'all West Coast yeah. motherfuckers is killing that it. That shit is hard. You know what I'm saying? I really fuck with this beat. And definitely, like you said, foot's on the beat. What was the Foots the Beast. Foots the Beast. Foots not <laughs> Foots on the Beast. So I Foots, a new producer. Yeah, yeah. Foots, Foots on the Beast. <laughs> Foots the Beast. Shout out to him. He does give E40. Maybe E40. For yo. real. And the way they, you know, I don't know if his voice is naturally like that, but it kind of sounds modulated. Like he got well, it was the, on it. Well, it was the, you know how you do your doubles? Yeah, yeah, He yeah. doubled this whole verse, but uh, it's like slightly off time. So it's so phasing like the yeah. type of situation. And I like that. It yeah. It, gave, a it gives a presence to his voice. It yeah. gives him a little bit of a personality as opposed to like a dis- like a distinction yeah. of who's on the beat. Because E-40 has some of that too, but then E-40 is just a little, he's way more unorthodox exactly. with the flow. That's why I said baby E-40, because he got sure. influence sure. of it, but it ain't. The tone is there. Yeah, the yeah. The tone is yeah. there. So this shit is, this shit is rocking. That's all I got to say okay. about that. Okay, so we got two loud, a double loud pack. Double loud. You know what I'm hey, saying? Hey, man, shout out to Doja. Don't get confused with Doja Cat. Not to be you know confused. What I'm saying? With an H at the end. With Same shit. Doja Cat featuring Foots the Beast. Go check it out on all streaming platforms right now. Let us know what you think. Are we tripping? Like, are we gassing it? Because it's we, we loud, too loud. I mean, I mean, I think it goes. Y'all let me know. Yeah, man, she jamming. Like, all right, so who we gonna bring up next? The next one. We gonna follow this act. The follow up to this act. Have y'all heard of uh, Slater? Slater, like mm. AC Slater from Say by the Bell, not AC Slater. Slater oh. with two Y's, S L A Y Y T E R. Well, hold on, I think you're missing a Y. Actually, mm. let me double check. It's three Y's. Wait, it's three Y's. It's tres Y's. Oh, tres. get out of here, my bad. Tres Slater with three Y's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. S L A Y Y Y T E R. Wah, 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 wah. Exactly. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So that's the next uh, Q Plus artist that we bring in. She is a St. Louis born, LA based singer and songwriter who began posting music on SoundCloud independently and built her following on Twitter after a song of hers, or a string of singles rather. It was her 2019 single, Mine, that mm. went viral online and gave her a top 40 charting position on <coughs> iTunes. So it led to a sold-out debut tour. So that's how much popularity she got. She mm. was able to go on tour for Damn. the first time, and all the states sold out. That's crazy. So Your she, first tour. Pretty much. You just closing out everything. Sh- everything. That's She kind of doing it. You know what I'm saying? And it led to her self-titled debut mixtape that peaked at number four on iTunes Pop. Okay. So she kind of really, really popped off. Um, and that was just a couple years ago. So Damn, you know, so she she started with a bang. Pretty huh? much, pretty much. Hmm. Uh, and Must you got be a, nice. a lot of co-signs from a lot of different, you know, superstars and 
people calling her name. Uh, influenced by, you know, the likes of Nelly Furtado, mm. Gwen Stefani, Janet Jackson, Madonna. So, basically, MySpace era pop. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Wow, MySpace era pop. Pretty what a much. What a genre. That's, <laughs> that's kind of, they were all, like, popping during that era. of, mm-hmm. And I remember it pretty distinctly. So, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Okay. Um. She was called out for some racist tweets back in 2019. Oh, so that kind of like uh, what she said. She had just she was just making disparaging comments. Uh, like she was doing some weird just shit. Little, oh, okay, weird weird shit. Like making making up racist little terms made out of like terms that uh, are against black people. Mm. And, and and Hispanic people kind of mixing them shits up and making making them up, making up her own shit, but it was like blatantly racist. Hmm. So find those tweets and uh, a lot Expose of people expose her and they her fans, <laughs> the same fans that went in, that went to her tours, all kind of exposed her for those same tweets. Well, I you know what, I, and I appreciate that. And I like and that I don't and too. I don't want you to blackball her, but like as fans, you gotta hold her accountable. Like, look, what exactly, was you talking about with this? Exactly. And, you know, that's all. It was weird. We, it, I, that's my whole thing about the whole canceling shit. Either right, like, you gotta get the emotion and the knee jerk reaction out of it because we all humans. You've all done some shit that you don't want to come to light and Absolutely. don't want nobody to be. You know what I'm saying? So be, you know, don't be so quick to judge. She's young. She, she ain't was. kill nobody. She ain't go to no. You know what I'm saying? She ain't out here protesting, at, at least as far as we know. But, for sure, for but sure. But I, I do appreciate her fans holding her accountable. Holding her accountable. Yeah. She was she was young, and she said as much in her apology. She did apologize, like, very, very profusely about it. She Listen, wrote a whole if, letter if, about if Justin, it. If Justin Bieber could still put out albums, then... And then, ain't that the shit, though? Listen, ain't hey, that the shit? Hey. A lot of people get second chances, which is kind of my whole thing. It kind of just... It burns me a little bit when I see stuff like that. It burns all of us. But I also uh, am a fan of growth. I also celebrate people evolving and shit like that. And Absolutely. When, and I can't say that when I was a teenager, I was perfect. I was not That's, perfect I'm, either. And I would want that same respect afforded some, to me. If exactly. some shit was to, to pop off. Yeah, you know it's what I'm like saying? shit happens and, sometimes. Yeah, and I wouldn't, know? but I wouldn't, you know, try to explain it away. I would just definitely you gotta, take you gotta accept it. You have it. to. This is part of who you were. Yeah. But, you know, Twitter wasn't around necessarily when I was a teen. I'm just saying. Yeah, but exactly. Fun fact, actually. What to kind of switch the, switch the gears a what little happened? bit. What happened? What happened? I pointed out the whys because I actually found out she did the wise for a reason, the extra wise. Because oh. at first, it was just Slater. Like, she got her name based off of her favorite character from the movie uh, Dazed and Confused. Well, why did she put the extra wise? Social media, Twitter, IG. You know you got to find your handle. Oh, yeah, you, you know yeah, how many yeah. Slaters it is? Yeah, right. Come on, True. B. You, so, you heard the first as soon as I, yeah. I, I AC Slater. Yeah, yeah. She had it. She threw a Y in. Yeah, then she's yeah. like, oh, somebody took that. Let me throw another Y. Oh, somebody took that. Let me throw another yeah. Y. Oh, all right. We good. <laughs> so, yeah, that was all. <laughs> That was it. You're right. Okay. <laughs> that was it. I like it. You I like it. That's how it goes sometimes. Mm-hmm. All right. So Slater with three Ys. You know what I'm saying? She dropped this single. It's called Over This. She over it. Because she's over it. And um, it came out May 7, 2021. Mm-hmm. This is the second single from her debut album, which is out right now. It's called Troubled Paradise. Mm. Uh, And I'm just going ahead and... Drop the percentage on that. Give it up. It's a 60 mid for me. Okay. It's a 60 mid. Okay. I definitely hear the Gwen Stefani. 
Yeah, mm. borderline. I definitely hear the Gwen Stefani in the song because it just sounds like if Gwen Stefani, if she came out today, this is how she would sound. Okay. Because this is how she sounded when she was going solo and went pop and that mm. MySpace. When she started era. fucking with Eve and shit. She started fucking with Eve. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Love Angel Music. As a matter of fact, she mentioned Love Angel Music Baby as a big influential album for her because of the way it came out. Like she had like a thousand videos for it. And, you know, it, it was an era, and she liked the way the videos came out, the way they looked, the way she sounded, you know, everything about it. She's okay, very influenced okay. by it. Okay. So that's why I say you did a good job at, like, you know, paying homage to your idol in this song. So um, she gives that in this song. It's a pop rock record. It's just loud because it scares me. It scared the fuck out of me when it came up because it, it starts off with a little, what, guitar riff, mm-hmm. and then it just blah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That shit powers up. And I was scared. To, I was like scaring my neighbors. I ain't want my neighbors not oh, knocking man. on my door. You just got there. I really did just get there. We'll we'll talk about that later. But yeah. I ain't want no problems. I just got there literally over the weekend. I ain't want no neighbors coming in because I'm bumping Slater too hard. You mm-hmm. feel me? Got you. Got That's kind of how that record okay. Okay. sounded to me. But at the same time, the record is very, you know, well produced, expertly, but very clean. I love her harmony on it. Double harmony kind of really, really does something for me on the record. Songwriting's not the greatest, uh, but I mean, I understand the sentiment. I'll be over it too. And why am I still here with you? You know, mm. I, we're leaving. It's time for the end. This, you know what I'm saying? Got you. So okay, sixty um, percent loud. That's where it's at. Six, okay, no, okay. sixty, sixty mid because it ain't loud because I, it's been done before. Oh, okay. I thought you so, said sixty loud, but it's a good song. It's a good enough song to get. It's the right 60. there, almost. It's but. almost there. It would just needed a little bit more originality okay. for Got me you. for it to be loud. Heard you. Heard you. Heard Boom. you. Boom. Sixty percent mid. Mid. Um. I didn't enjoy it as much. <laughs> uh, ah. I gave it a 38% mid. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I thought it was cool. Uh, I feel like if Gwen St- Stefani ever saw this episode, she would have beef with you because, oh, come on, B, don't ever bad. don't ever disrespect oh, Gwen you, like you're that. Not, you're not seeing it? I mean, she cool. I could, hear, I could hear the influence. I could hear she might have liked her when she was listening and she was young. But she was trying to do her best I karaoke. I mean, she not really Gwen? giving me enough soul to be compared to Gwen. Like, oh. I ain't really get... Because Gwen stepped out of that whole pop rock. Like, she started... She had a little bit more swag, and I didn't really get that from Slater. It was a cool song, but it was like the typical pop joint. Like, I could hear, oh, what was the joint that used? Avril Lavigne. Avril like, Levine. she was giving me, like, all of those little, you know, all of those She's stars. Right there. It wasn't really, like, the. it was like you said, the pen. Like, when you have a, a sound like this, it's super polished. Mm-hmm. It's well produced. She sounds great. She can sing. Yeah. The only thing that's really gonna pop for me is what you talking about. How that pen? Like, what? How you saying what you saying? Yeah, yeah. Because a pop record, you could only talk about a a certain amount of joints. Yeah. Your your topics are already limited. So how you gonna talk about the same general topics? How you gonna spin that? That's the only sauce you got, and she she ain't bring it. They might have they might have threw some butter on there, but I needed adobo. I needed adobo. I needed pepper. I needed some more seasonings, and I ain't really. I ain't get enough. It was enough. enough. It was a. That's what I'm saying. She threw some butter on there because mm-hmm. the vocals were <laughs> smooth. Butter. She could sing the harmonies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what kept her out of the Reginald. But 
Yeah, it was it was thirty eight mid for me. Uh, it was thirty eight mid for me. Like I could hear the song. It gave me like it gave me like a like commercial music. Like I could hear this in a commercial, like a car commercial, or something like that. But right. it wouldn't be nothing. I'm you know going to Spotify. So you don't think Gwen is gonna like call that. her and be like, "Yo, I love this song." You don't think she's doing that? She might be flattered, but I don't think she's gonna bring her out of retirement. Gwen, like she raising babies and shit she now. She, she married to Blake Sheldon. She, she ain't. Yeah, she's not worried. She's she not, not coming checking. out for Slater. I don't nah, know. Not nah. yet. Not on first album. She might have to. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Nah. Yeah, so nah, 38% mid, you got a 60% mid. What did y'all think, man? Go check it out. Hey, this is this is new artists. This is my my real honest opinion. You know what I'm saying? Both of ours. We don't have no reason to be pulling punches and nah. you know, we don't know these artists. So we just going off of the music and how we feel and period. Yeah, that's it. So go check it out. 38% mid, 68% mid, 60% mid. Um over this, she over it. We're over Are it. y'all over it? Like, you know, we we gave y'all our shit, so we over it. That's We're it. Over we, it. We gave you what we had, and that's <laughs> it, man. <laughs> so you know about this time. We mm. done. We done. We done. Hold, held it down for the Q Plus community. We wrapping it up. But we also have the small few. Huh. The allies. The allies. You know what I'm saying? So we got to bring it to the ally of the day. Who hey, we got? What hey, we doing? Let what me tell doing? you. It's the ally of the day. Hey, hey, hey. Alice, come on, man. We out here with it. So who we got today? Who we got? Is that the question? What's the question? I'm sure you want to know. I do want to know. Baboni. 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 The one and only Bad Bunny, ladies okay. and gentlemen. Bring it to the stage, our ally of the day. Come so on. let me go ahead and break it down. I'm sure you've heard of him before. Uh, a little bit. He's kind of out here. A man. little bit. That's Rap- that boy that was on that Cardi song? Yes. We're going to get into it. All right, all right. Rapper, singer, songwriter. From where? Puerto Rico, PR. Mm, Come on, man. PR. Shout out to Swanee River. Shout PR out. in the building. You already know what it is, man. He gained his popularity on SoundCloud. So he was popping on SoundCloud and then was eventually signed. He was working in a supermarket and attending classes at uh, the University of uh, Puerto Rico when he got signed. So when he popped, he didn't even know. He was still regular degular with it. Ended up getting signed. His stardom rose after, as you just mentioned, his mm-hmm. collaboration with Cardi B mm-hmm. on I Like It. Mm-hmm. And then he he collaborated with Drake, y'all. Yeah. Drizzy Drake. You know you know what kind of you know star power that holds. You know what that is. You know what I'm saying? On the song Mia. Just Mia, Mia, Mia. I was hearing that song for so long and didn't know who it was. Oh, man. It I was knew. just like, I didn't know it was, know it was Bad songs. Bunny. I thought it was That's what I'm saying. one of the mothers. I knew Latin the song before niggas. I knew who he was. Yeah, yeah. But that song... Currently, to this day, that bitch has 1.1 billion views on YouTube. Oh my god! Billion. Oh my god. I don't even. I don't oh even recall ever god. going to a video and seeing like seeing the number. Cause I was like, okay, a hundred. Okay, so he had like a hundred million. Okay, so he out here. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Those are that's those are extra commas. Like, mm-hmm, wait, mm-hmm. it's a ex- fam. 1.1 billion views on one video. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. So he's out here with it. Not only is he out here with it, he's a proud supporter of the Q Plus community. Yeah. Let me talk about it. Yes. So he dressed up. He dressed up in drag for a music video. Now, this is a Man. young artist. He ain't established. He's not a legacy act. You know what I'm saying? He still has a lot to lose as far as 
taking huge risk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Certain people not wanting to mess with him anymore for certain messages he might put out. Right, right. This man dressed up in drag for a video. His video was called Yo Pero Sola. Mm. Pero Sola, right? Exactly. He wanted to highlight the female perspective. And he actually, I think he had, it sounded like a female is actually on a hook. But instead of, like, he's dressed up, like, full out. Like, he has prosthetic breasts, all of that. Like, he went all in. Went all the way in. Latex, heels. I'm like, okay, so he's really going in with it. And this is somebody who, you know, identifies as a straight male. And on top of that, he also performed a live performance on Jimmy Fallon. And he wore, you know, a, like a kilt, and he wore this shirt, and he was pretty much paying homage to this uh, young trans woman that was murdered in Puerto Rico. Her name was Alexa. Wow. And on his shirt, it said, they killed Alexa, not a man in a skirt. That was on his shirt in wow. Spanish wow. that he wore on Jimmy Fallon live for his performance. Man. This is a man who has 1.1 billion views in a feature with Drake. Mm-hmm. A new artist, mm-hmm. man, he's popping. Like, he's on his rocket, and he's doing this and showing, making these kind of stances. From Puerto Rico. For the, exactly. Not necessarily known exactly. to be the most supportive towards LGBT it, people. It, that part. You know what I'm saying? So it's a lot It's a, it's a lot going on with this dude. Um, He's an interesting dude. And he also has a history of doing, you know, gender fluid performances. So this ain't nothing new to him. Um, have you ever heard of Bad Bunny? Of course you have. You, you know I about have that. heard of Bad Bunny. I okay. have some friends that are big fans of Bad Bunny. Makes sense. Okay. And I never knew why, you know, gay friends of mine that mm. they, I mean, and he cute too, but of course at the same time, like the fact that he went that far, that was news to me. Yeah. So. Oh, you, you got news just now? I just now. Come that on, he his, That he Breaking went on Jimmy Fallon. I knew on, about man. the video, but the Jimmy Fallon situation, that Breaking was news to me. Yeah, and man. Him, him standing up for that's trans big. women. That's, that's big. That's very big. Very big. You, you you just don't see that outside of Ricky Martin. Exactly. From people from Puerto Rico. Exactly. Absolutely. And then he even spoke about that. He spoke about, you know, the, the, the hyper-masculinity and toxic masculinity that sits within the genre of reggaeton. Because, you right. know, reggaeton... Like it's like you said, it's all about Puerto the Rico, they not playing that. Yeah. Like it's it's you know they, you're not getting away with all of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's he don't care. He's doing his thing, and his biggest you know reason behind doing that, he feels like everybody should be inclusive. Everybody should feel welcome to reggaeton. You know what I'm saying? Like he don't want it to be exclusive to certain people. Everybody should be able to enjoy it. Everybody should be comfortable and welcome. He made a a quote in an article where he just said like he couldn't. He would hate to you know, not feel welcomed and to some place that he wanted to go. So, like, that's the last thing he wanted to do. And he, he want to make an effort to make sure that everybody knows that they welcome. That's so, shout big. out to Bad shout Bunny. Out to Bob He's out here doing it. And he also has a new single out right now. Okay. Called Yonaguni. 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 It's actually an island in Japan. Mm-hmm. And it's associated with this myth known as the island of women where they saying the island was you know inhabited by all women they used to you know they had their own they took care of each other and all that so that's that's what i what i found on it i never heard of it before that but apparently that's what it was and it kind of made sense once you hear the song and then if you find out the lyrics behind it so it came out june 4th three minutes 26 seconds Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i gave it a 60 percent loud you gave it a 60 loud. I gave it a 60% loud. Another yeah, loud yeah. pack. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like this joint. I like I like Bad Bunny in general. I really I he has a very unique voice. Yeah. It's he got that soulful rasp. 
You know what I'm saying? Especially for like a reggaeton artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has like a soulful rasp to his voice and he could kind of, he really could sing. Like he, he go, he, he moves effortlessly between like notes and octaves. Like he, he has an interesting co- control of his voice and it's a certain emotion that he carries in his voice. Like I don't even know what the fuck he's saying and the emotion resonates. So that's even more. Like you talking about somebody, I don't know uh, Spanish. So I don't even know what he's talking about. Uh, but I can hear the emotion in the way he sings. Um, so that's how this was kind of catching me. Nice, melodic, smooth production. You know what I'm saying? It's still got that typical reggaeton drum. You know them drum. It got that. You 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 ain't getting away from that. But it's still bopping. Um, like I said, the vocal performance was, was there. Um, and then once I went through the lyrics and kind of, you know, saw what he was talking about, I fuck with it even a little bit more. Because, you know, I like to get into what they're saying. They could be saying anything. You know right, what I'm saying? The right. bars could be trash. I don't okay, know. And okay. it don't necessarily always translate right. from Spanish to English. Like, the bars ain't going to always rhyme because you're saying different words for something that means something different in English. Yeah, yeah, so, like, yeah. the bars ain't going to necessarily rhyme. But you can hear what they say. It's like reading a poem almost at that point. Um, if, I, if you give me your address, I'll send you a thousand letters. If you give me your bank account, I'll send you a thousand pesos. Mm. What's up, man? Like, he in her ear, like, ma, like, spitting that shit. Like, that's all I needed to see. I'm like, okay, I mm. see the vibe he on. And then the hook, he pretty much saying, like, he's talking to his joint that got somebody. And he shouldn't be talking to her, but he don't care because she bad. And he mm. can't get her out of his mind. So I'm going to just run this down and let you know if old boy ain't doing what he's supposed to be doing. Listen, give me your bank account, thousand pesos. Wherever you at, I'll fly to. I'll I'll fly to Yonaguni. Mm-hmm. I'll book my trip right now. Let me know where you at. What's up? What we doing? So I was like, all right, I'm 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 done. I was sold. There we go. I see the pen was there. I heard. I ain't, I ain't even need to read no more. I felt it through the emotion before I even understood what he's saying. Then once I understood what he's talking about, it was like, okay, now it makes sense. The emotions I was getting from the melodies mm-hmm. and the. Come on, man. 60% loud for me. How you felt? Man. How you felt? What you thought? Uh, I'm on cloud nine right now. Okay. Because uh, I love this record. And the other thing that I got from it was there was a little bit of sadness. Because mm. it's like part of what he was conveying was that she's not just going to you and I go She's going for good. Yeah. Like, bring me with you. Right. So he's like... <laughs> Begging her, like, tell me something. Like, can I go, please? Whatever. Why can't I go? This, like, I'll do anything Give me your cash to go at, with like, you. Whatever. I'll but pay she's for your going, flight. Right. I need to be there with you. I miss you. He was going through it. Ah. Uh, um. And I didn't understand the words. Like, I'm gonna be honest. I speak Spanish, but not fluently. So mm. I don't always. And Bad Bunny is uh the type. He slurs all his yep. words. Yeah. So it kind of melds into one harm- harmony melody if you just listen to it for that. So while I don't understand everything that he's saying, I definitely feel Felt the it. pain. Yes. <laughs> and the video kind of conveyed powerful. it. A little, yeah, yeah. That's something very, very unique. Like not everybody can bring you that, can bring you there. And but I think that's one of the special things about um Spanish music, Latin music, trap Latin trap or, you know, adjacent genres like uh uh, uh like bachata, mm-hmm. salsa you hear that type of emotion yeah, no matter what what wordplay or what uh it's like Puerto Rican blues. Yeah. 
It's definitely jazz influenced, and you hear, you feel the pain, even though you don't understand what they're saying. You just know something sad's going on. It's most resonating. of the time, most of the time, they're singing about love. They're singing about uh, trying to get a woman, and they're singing about some kind of loss. So I like that, and it's 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 conveyed here, and he bring it to us some hard ass Latin trap drums. I'm kind of That's a fan the thing. of that. Yeah, I'm a fan of that. Yeah. So my rating was uh-huh. another loud pack. Oh shit, sixty five. Come on, man. Situation. You see this? Listen, man. You know what I'm saying? When you so get when hit. you when you get two double packs, Pretty two much. double loud packs, mm-hmm. man. Listen, y'all gotta go go check those out, man. Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, get into that record. You're not going. You're not going. Streaming it. on all platforms right now, it. man. Let us know it. what you think. Mm-hmm. Is it a loud? Should, is we should we gave it a fire? Like, is it what you think? How you feel? Let us know in the comments, know. man. Yeah, but that you know that wraps it up for the music segment. That's what it is. And you know the music is only the soundtrack to the streets. Only the soundtrack to the streets. You know what I'm saying? And so? the streets is definitely bopping <laughs> to the music. You know, and uh, you already know when with the music, the streets is always popping to of the course. music, popping and locking and dropping. Of course. And pop, lock and dropping. Right. Pop, lock and All dropping. All of that. <laughs> They go more than MySpace era shit. Oh my god, that <laughs> shit was hard though. It was, it was very. I was definitely pop locking and dropping it in the club, first couple of times. We all were. So you know, it's time to take it to the streets. You already know what it is. I'm your street correspondent. Hey, the real peasy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna hit you with the needle drop first. Okay, okay. Like we always do about this time. What we got? Shout out to Dirty Hannah. Hey, have you seen that I'm Dolce video? Is that the one that he shot at uh, Lambda? It sure is. Hey. It has Lambda written all over it. I hope Lambda got their bread. Come on, Lambda. The Harlem Connect. The Harlem Connect. You know what I'm saying? It was it was definitely a look. You know what I'm saying? Dirty Hannah has come up, and this joint is a bop. So check it out. Uh, shout out to Miss Cam. Okay. Your boy sit right next to me put me on because featured on this track, you know, Fuck the Checkup or FTCU. Featuring DDM and Chaotic mm-hmm. Couture. Mm-hmm. Um, the video is definitely killing it. DDM is killing it in that little clip. That's what I saw, but I went and listened to the track. It's kind of fire. I highly recommend it. Um, definitely some Baltimore shit. We'll get into that a little bit later. Dope. Tia Carter. Hey. Y'all heard that Lovers and Friends? Come on now. You know what I'm saying? She kind of smoothed it out. Come on now. She in her lane. And I love it because that's the only lane. Ain't nobody Nobody's doing that. Doing like that. that. Like, I don't hear no, like, I don't nah, see nobody doing nah. that type of soul music. And Especially, she's bodying it. She's bodying it. She's yeah. killing it. So shout out to her. King Princess, back with a new one. Oh, really? House Burned Down. You know, we checked that of out. Of course. La- early last year with HTB her album. HTB alumni. You know what I'm saying? Cheap Queen was a bop. <clears throat> she gave us another bop this time around. Now, back to DDM. Uh, DDM, Dapper Dan Midas, if you guys are not familiar, y'all should be damn familiar because we reviewed him last year around this time Another for HTP his album. Alone. You Come know on. what I'm saying? Uh, he was on the cover of the June 2021st edition of Bear World Magazine. Dope. Now, shout out to him. He gave a really, really dope interview. You know what I'm saying? It kind of coincided with the year anniversary, like I said, since his acclaimed Ballad uh, of Omar album. I got to check that out. Yeah, so really, really amazing interview. He was talking about a few projects that he's on. He's working on new music right now. He was featured in two documentaries, all centered around Baltimore house music. Mm. Like, he's a big kind of a fiction. This is where he came from. These are his roots, chaotic couture. 
uh, DDM. You know, they kind of big around there. So you got a couple of documentaries. One called Dark City Beneath the Beat. That's on Netflix and Children of Paris. Dope. That is done by TT the Artist. Okay. Come you know on, documentaries. He's, he's out here, and uh, Issa Rae is definitely looking in that direction as well. Wow. So it's kind of a situation. He kind of popping out huge. here. Huge. That's huge. That's pretty, pretty huge. Um, I also found interesting his commentary when he would say there was a little bit of tension in acceptance of uh, the main, in his acceptance in the mainstream queer world and in the black queer world because he kind of floats between both of those things and how both of them have their flaws. Hmm. And, but he ultimately said, the thing was he wasn't, uh, he didn't really feel like there was, there was space for him in the mainstream queer world. But also that same idea was happening in the black queer world. Cause you know, we could, we the most judgmental around our own people. I'm about to say we face the same shit. For real. <laughs> so, you know, but what he learned, what he realized was um, it's just better to support your own people for the sake of maintaining your own identity. Because after it's all said and done, who's going to have your back Damn. when you're an entertainer, when you're really down and out? It's going to be your own people that you look to because these white people, and he said it's so, so dope. When they got their marriage rights, when we got our, when we marriage, marriage freedom became a thing in 2015, they was cool. all the white people was forgot it. about they was cool. every, all the whole fight. They was cool. They was fine. <laughs> they left everybody out. Yeah. To high and dry, and niggas had to fend for themselves. Wow. So that was a real tea that he gave in that interview. I really fuck with that. Y'all should check that shit out. Alibi, featured on Complex Magazine, right? Oh, yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Alibi, for those not familiar, That's first, huge. first black-owned gay bar in Harlem, um, owned by Alex Alexi Minko. You know what I'm saying? So he got a little interview on Complex Magazine, which is a very big publication. That's a big deal, man. It is, it is. And, you know, they were kind of doing their thing for Pride Month and just, you know, supporting uh, black queer businesses. And he was just talking about life during the pandemic and, you know, how he kind of really suffered. He really did. And we were talking about this, how he was, you know, how I was looking. They're literally down the block, like three blocks away from Lambda Lounge. Across the street from... Uh Harlem Nights from Harlem Nights. Yeah, it's right. A, it's a little, it's a little it's strip. A little right there. It's a little strip. It, it's, now. A, it's a strip there. Yeah, and it's a little mm. nook right there. You kind of blinking, you'll miss it. But the mm-hmm. the security guard will definitely be like, "Yo, what's going on?" Cause but, uh, but, uh, we pop, we popped. We in. pulled up. We pulled up. I think it was for Bugs' birthday, right after Bugs' birthday. I want to say, or was it some? Nah, that was something else. What, what, what did we go up there for? It was either Bugs' birthday or my birthday. Cause your birthday, we was in a party bus. I mean, Bugs' birthday, we was in a party bus. I think that was your birthday. It might yeah, have been my was, birthday. Um, it was um the legalization the day after. The day that was definitely after your birthday. The we legalized. Yeah. Was your we was out. We, we was, was in the out. streets, and we was uh definitely an alibi. But to keep that uh to keep that bar open, he had to make a few concessions. He had to actually listen to the community, which I thought was interesting because we was just talking about how alibi kind of felt like it was a little bit trying to be more bougie. <laughs> Then what Lambda was doing, Lambda was getting the gold and, you know, Alibi was kind of sitting there, you know, shriveling and shit until he started taking note of what people were saying and, you know, taking in ideas that would help the business thrive and keep going during the pandemic. He was doing GoFundMe fundraisers and, you know, he had to start selling drinks to go and he didn't want to do all of that. 
but these are things that had to happen in order for him to stay alive. And hey. fortunately, he's here to he lived through it to talk about it. This was a great interview. Got to evolve or die. That's how it go. Pretty man. much. That's how it go. And you know, because there are so few spa- uh, spaces for Black queer people. There's a thing out there now called the Lavender Book. Hmm. Have you ever heard of that? No. Have you ever heard of the Green Book? I've heard of the Green Book. That's why I thought you... I was like, okay. That's exactly what it is. What? So during Jim Crow laws, of course, you know, you had the Green Book that, you know, was something that black people had that told them what spaces were safe enough for them to patronize. Oh, my God. We need this. it's Jim Crow laws. They were getting hung left and right. Yeah, it was like life or death. Absolutely. It was a survival thing. Lavender Book is the same idea but for queer people. Mm. So you get to, you just, it's, it's pretty much in its bait, like a beta stage, but it's a crowdsourcing uh, application website where, you know, if you know a place that would be safe to trans people, trans women, or, you know, black queer people, you can send it in and, you know, enter it into the system so that other people have access to this Yo, information across dope. the United States. That's fly. Yeah. That's fly. It's Who's spearheading that? What, what is? I didn't get the name of the person that's spearheading it, but you could go to the website lavenderbook.org okay. and you'll be able to at least see for yourself uh, Camera Cuts, which is a barbershop in Bed-Stuy that's black-owned, uh, queer-owned by black women, black queer women. That's that came up, you know, as one of a, a space space. I was gonna say, I wonder for, if they're gonna do like barbershops, studios, all types of different, all types of establishments is in there, not just bars, whatever. But any any space where you might need a service is all eligible, and if you know it, you can go in and put your information. Oh my god, that and is it amazing. Can help and then the next can you person. see where that's gonna lead? The ads, the yep. people that's gonna start having to pay to get on that Absolutely. book because they don't want to exclude and they don't want to lose the business of the book. book. That's oh real. My god. That's real. So it's, it's about out to be there. crazy. It's out there. Go okay. check it out. Lavender book, um, definitely a great tool. That's fly. Moby Fest happened a couple weeks ago. It did. We were looking at it. I kind of caught a glimpse of it. We was in the chat box a little bit. We was chatting a little <laughs> bit. You know, what I'm saying there were some things happening. I had some questions for you because you had found out uh, about a couple of things that I was wondering about. Okay, did I? Um, yeah, yeah. So we saw the performances. I saw cakes on there. Mm-hmm. Saw Big Frida on there. Mm-hmm. Saw Asian on mm-hmm. there. And then a ballroom situation happened. Yes. And there was a dance going on in a bodega and yes. this this chick was killing it yes. and i heard that she was from somewhere that might be a little familiar I mean, won't you break it down i mean <laughs> it just so happens that the artist you talking about mm. and that bodega where i'm assuming they shot that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they from jersey man oh man, on, man. Oh. north new jersey why to be would exact. they not be north new jersey from the bricks from the bricks come city? on man That's come on what man is. what was her name I, i'm i'm Lose, I'm blanking on the name right now. All right, come back. We'll come back to that. But I just wanted to shout out Moby Fest for that yeah, whole she, thing. She bodied it. She yeah, bodied it. She oh killed it. That was my favorite part of the Moby Fest. I just wanted to put that out there. Oh I, my you God. know what I'm saying? They definitely put that together. Bodied it. Um, it was a dope little situation. No, I, I enjoyed the whole event because you got to think. COVID-19, of course, has yeah, been yeah. crazy. People didn't even know if we were going to have pride this year. They right. didn't know what was going on. And the, I have to give it to him. The production quality was there. The cipher had some audio issues. Mm. Um, but, I mean, you know, for the most part, the visual was there. They had a dope little 
virtual background that was you know what I mean they kind of they they put some effort into the production and the fact that they even were able to bring all of those artists together I saw some dope amazing artists that I had never heard of um so it was a it was a dope little event for the community man I appreciated it shout out to Moby Fest you know what I'm saying word to Moby Fest maybe we could get up on there next year you know what I'm saying you'll see so how not it an invitation we'll we'll see how it go but we see y'all you already know all right Let's bring it local. You know what I'm saying? I just graduated from the Doe Fund, y'all. And you know what that means? Uh-oh. You don't know what that means. The Doe Fund is an organization that provides housing for people who, you know, basically been through things. They've been homeless. They've been afflicted by drugs. Maybe they came out of jail and shit like that. So I was living in one of the org- one of the organization's houses, uh, a better place in the Upper East Side. And, you know, the idea is for you to use the services in there so that you can get your own independent housing, which is what I did. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Salute. <sighs> Salute the kid. I'm really, really, really feeling life right now. Yeah, I've been man. in there for seven and a half years. That's a big fucking deal, B. And it is a big deal because, you know, just looking back and I remember where I was. I remember that. I remember just the anxiety of where I was when I first moved in there, the headspace oh, I was in. Oof. And Everything I was going through was crazy. Um, it was the type of life that I would never want to return to ever again. But I will write a book about it. Oh man! And put Oof. y'all in. But you know the whole. But uh, the place that I lived at provides a housing voucher. It's part of the Housing Choice Voucher Program, which mean which is where the building you're in is assigned a pro, uh, a voucher, um, just itself. And if you live there for a year, you can apply to take that voucher with you, you know, to get your own housing, which is exactly what I did. It's a long process, I'll tell you. But, you know, long story short, I got the voucher. I'm in my own independent housing now, lottery apartment. Mm. And this is kind of like the chapter that's closing, but I'm also celebrating because the fact that I was able to even get through it. Yeah, man. Considering everything that was going on. Oof. My man here has seen the fucking a lot. trap a lot. that I lived in. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it was a man, trap house. I gotta tell you, the come up crumbs to break. The come up is real. It's very real. It's well deserved. And I'm telling you, and I'm just saying, I'm sharing my story for other people that could get into the same situation. Yeah, man, situation. It's, a, it's, you know, it's possible, it's, it's ways it out. It just lets you know, man, it's a cold world for real. Like, this shit is not just peaches and cream. No, it not. ain't, like, people, everybody don't want to see you win. Yep. Everybody's not going to give you a helping hand. Like, it's rough out here. But despite, So you got to count your blessings. Count your blessings. Despite that, there's resources out there to help Absolutely. people, you know, that look like us, talk like us, live like us, and, you know... Um, like I said, I write the book about it and I'm just want to be the, just the person that you could see that if it can happen for me, it can definitely happen for anybody that's in the situation. I just want to provide that. That's it. Mm-hmm. The little bit of hope out there for people who feeling hopeless. Yeah. All right. Um, flipping on to a more positive note. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Did you hear about the next versus situation? Fam. Oh, my God. It was funny because I'm like, damn, when we recording? Like, wait, what's going on? Like, I thought it was tonight. I'm like, am I going to miss it? Mm-mm. And then are we going to be able to? Fam, Mm-mm. this is going to be pretty interesting. Boy. This should be a good one. Yes. And I like the whole new, I like that format. <sighs> I enjoy the new format because it depends on who it is, but it's more like a show now. Like it's they, a show. They brought it, you know. My God. I feel like they still should. 
make a segment for the streets, like bring it back to the original format. Maybe do like an offshoot where they kind of get that to maybe maybe younger artists who only got like five joints. Okay. They don't got twenty hits. Okay. I might give you a hard five or hard ten. <laughs> That's gonna be mad short. No, they could make it. They, they could do multiple joints. Give me like three joints, but keep the same. Because you, you the want right. you need that fiery energy. Remember when they was doing just the producers yeah, and they yeah, was yeah, like, yeah, I was you then the songwriters. That. I like that because it's too dynamic. friendly now. It's like yeah, and this is I mean this this new one with even Trina, it's probably gonna shape up to be pretty much the be, same thing. But I just think, I don't know. It I might just, be a little. I think it's gonna be monumental, and I I can't couldn't believe that. Why it's like why why didn't I think of this? Like they complement each other so perfectly. No, I I didn't. It blew you know, because you mind. know, people always throwing out like, "Who's gonna be the next versus? Who's gonna yeah. battle against who?" Woo, woo, woo. I did not hear this parent throwing out. I did not see this ever coming, and actually. I forgot they had a joint. Like they have a couple of they have a couple of songs. That's together. what I like. I forgot. I'm like, oh shit! And know, they they, got- they came out at the same time. They came up from doing the same thing. They was definitely each other's competition. They not necessarily competition, but like she was the Miami Eve. E was the. They're definitely different versions of yeah. each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, which is why I say they complement each other so well. And the fact that it's even coming together, I think we all win personally. Come on, man. We all win. I feel like that's all the verses. It's a. It, it, it is like that. It is. A, it's a celebration. You see something? It's not. It's not going to be no uh, competition. Not no bitterness. Not no. Not nothing where you got to take down the other person. I like that. But at the same, you know what I'm saying? But I don't think it's going to, it's going to be, if it is a competition, it's going to be on some, some, you know, like a friendly competitive yeah. type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like. This could be something I like think that. it's going to be a show because they, they're both showmen. You got to, you, you got to remember. Are. You got to remember, are. like, Trina shows out, you know Eve going to show out. They like, got, they both got mouths on Yeah, on so it ain't, so they're not see. just going to get you. And you know the last, the, the, the key, who was the Keisha and, um. Keisha and Shanti. Yes. I like the way they avoided that by just kind of letting you know that same week because they told they was talking about the Keisha and Ashanti one and they let a whole month pass. It was too much. And no, di- but remember they had to cancel. They had to reschedule. They had to reschedule it. Keisha caught COVID. But no, see, Ashanti caught COVID. Yeah, yeah. But see, Ashanti caught COVID. At the same time, you know what I'm saying? That momentum died, but with this one, I think they they dodged they dodged that. I mean, issue. they got the deal now, so they, you know. Now they got to come through. Yeah, they out here. They the production value has gone out the roof. They got they got bag bags. I'm so I'm so excited. So it's going to be interesting. I'm it's going to be good. So I'm tuning in. Feeling, I'm tuning in this situation. I could I'm just tu- imagine. <laughs> Right. Who you got? Who you taking? Oh, don't pick God. nobody. Don't pick nobody. I ain't gonna oh put you on the spot. God. Don't pick nobody. Go ahead. Go ahead. What we we already next? had this conversation. Yeah, yeah. What we got next? What we got behind next? Behind the scenes. Keep moving. All, right. All right. Uh, just want to shout out Paperboy. You know he's still coming hard. Okay. Because the in New York City the mayoral elections that's uh two June uh Monday June twenty second. Um, that's coming up fast. So he's definitely out in the streets a little bit more. We just he just did a whole smoke out protest I'm in front so of city hall that so was mad. the same day as our video shoot for the highest notes so we couldn't make it god yeah. damn it yeah i know the irony yeah i know <laughs> the i know irony. like because we <laughs> would have been there easy 
You know what I'm saying? He was on Spectrum One News, which is a local news station here in New York City. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty big one because anybody that has Spectrum will probably have it. And Spectrum services damn near everybody. Well, shout out to our global listeners who don't have Spectrum, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> shout out to all of them. But he was definitely on. And if you haven't seen the Spectrum News interview, he has it posted on his Instagram account. Yeah, so you can so definitely you can watch see it. it. He was going in with, I think it was Errol Lewis. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, he crashed the debate as well. Yo, he's out here busy. He's been running around, man. He's he running the streets for real. He been definitely running the streets. Shout out to Paperboy. And if you haven't seen our interview. Come on, man. It was the best interview ever. What are you ever. doing? What are you doing? Go on to my website, ikp.me. You will find the link. Matter of fact, the video comes up on the page from Earth Tones YouTube, and you will see the interview. You can find it. It's, you can find it several places. Pretty much. Yeah. And we got the audio. So if you want, just want the audio, you want if to you want to the it audio, as a podcast, that is episode thirty-one. Come on, man, we out here. You got to go check this shit out. We you, interviewed the youngest non-binary mayoral candidate, candidate for New York City. Come New on, York man. City. Come on. And we, you know, you missing the action on Twitter. You don't follow me on Twitter, so you missing all the retweets and all the conversations oh, really? happening. Because I did tweet about the interview. What are we missing? Just yesterday, uh, uh, is, is we going up? Is everybody retweeting Andre? Yes, of course. Who? Oh shit! All right, all right. See, we gonna say that. I gotta go see, on. I ain't been on Twitter. Get I'm your a, ass I'm on Twitter. Get you stuck right, on you're Instagram right. and you're Facebook. You right? I ain't even. I ain't on Facebook. Saying? I hate Facebook. Ugh. And at the same time, you might want to follow your boy. Because you still don't follow me, and I'm gonna call oh you. Oh my god, you it. do. You feel the type of way about I it. I definitely still feel I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm honestly sorry. I mean, but it is what it I is. I honestly haven't been don't on Twitter. You know, I don't be on Twitter. It's though. your you loss. Know I don't be on Twitter. It's your loss. It's a lot of hood rash shit going on. Thought shit going yeah, on. Because you can still post wild shit on you Twitter. Can. And, you know, that interview is just one of the thought shits that we posted. Let me find out they on, they going up on Twitter. I got to check it out. Okay. Paperboy retweeted it. So, of course. Yo, he did. Yeah, hello. Hello. We <laughs> don't stupid. do this for, for fun. Come we on, just, man. Let's go. We're going to do it for free. So, that's the streets for y'all. We hot out here. You already know. Do we have our... We, we got a... Damn, I'm, I'm I ain't even touching the herbal tea. Mm-hmm. I gotta get on Twitter, y'all. Hey, listen, you get on make sure man. you maintain your socials. Do what you gotta do out Follow there. Follow us on those socials, Herbal Tea Pod on Twitter. We yeah, are out man. there. Follow us there, and of course, herbal dot tea dot pod on Absolutely. Instagram. You already Absolutely. know what it is. But on that note, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Let me, sw- let me switch the gears a little bit. Let me switch up the game. Yeah, man. On the floor, I fall back to back because I might put it on. Yeah, man. Go ahead and take it to another smoking, smoking session. In the smoking section, y'all. Come on. Let me go ahead and hit the CBD <laughs> bubble cush real quick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because mm. mm. we out here with it. What happened? And you know whenever we come up in here. It's always, you know, we get inquisitive with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? We want to know what's going on. What's the tea? What's going on? What's in the news? What's, what's the latest, what's greatest? The, what's the real tea going on? I was wondering, is we gay? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it? Because, you know, we, we, we start a lot of trends. We start a lot of shit. We the Listen. first to a lot of shit. Listen. You know what I'm saying? That we don't get credit for. A little bit. You know what I'm saying? You know how a that goes. A lot of it. So like where what, what's the relation Niggas that we is laying down in interviews now? So you did just tweet me that. So <laughs> just wanted like to say. when the last time you saw it, 
You know what I'm saying? Then all of a sudden. All of a sudden. Okay. I feel you, though. Get your life. You know what I'm saying? life. But I'm not asking you literally, is we gay? Like, come on. What are we doing here? It's, it's Sherlock Tone. Sherlock You know what Tone. I'm saying? Sherlock but Tone. what's the relation? You know what I'm saying? What's the, what's the correlation between marijuana in the LGBTQ community. Hmm. Well, we're going to figure it out. I... So it might, stri- it, it might sound striking at first. It might be like, okay, what the fuck is going on? But if you think about the medical benefits of weed, and then you think about some of the unique health challenges you know, that pop up within the LGBTQ community, yeah. it kind of make more sense than it might you know, on the surface. Listen. So when we're talking about you know, some of the common and unique health changes uh, in the larger community... Um, these are the things we face with regularly at a disproportionate rate. You know what I'm saying? And this is like past, present, and future. These are things that's still going on. Um, Some of those things include physical and mental health challenges that come with, you know, HIV and AIDS. You know what that did. You know what that did to the community in Mm -hmm. the 80s. Just being black and gay. You know what I'm saying? Gender uh, uh, reconfirmation. Reconfirmation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's surgery. Yeah. That's invasive. Yeah. That's recovery. Yeah. That's pain. Pretty much. That's meds that you might not have access for. You might not have the insurance for all that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a lot going on. The prominence of addicted recreational drugs. And we ain't talking about weed. We talking about, you know what I'm saying? No tape. No Tina. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. No we're talking Tina. about the hard stuff. We're no about the, Tina. We're talking about the hard stuff. The shit is ravaging the community. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? Mental health issues just in general. Depression. Right. You're getting kicked out of your house at 16, 14, 15, homeless. Family don't accept you. Trauma. You might have been sexually assaulted, physically assaulted, just for being you. You know what I'm saying? We go. These are regular things that a large portion of our community go through just on a regular basis unfortunately and guess what helps with that you know what i'm saying like some of the health benefits of marijuana especially when we talk about you know ptsd depression anxiety you know what i'm saying even a a a, a mild pain relief you know what i'm saying an alternative to popping perks and doing all types of things. Maybe you not you might not need nothing that strong. You might not need nothing that addictive. You don't want to really go that route. Let me tell you the pain I've been going through. You know what I'm saying? But guess what? Perks and painkillers, that's not as acceptable. You could go up the block and get a nickel bag, get it done. Everybody got weed. You know what I'm saying? You might, like I said, you might not have the insurance to get those medical treatment, to get that those resources that you might really actually need. But, hey, you only got Tylenol right now. So your Tylenol is going to be that marijuana. Especially in the earlier days, like we said, when the world, you know, was turning a blind eye to the epidemic that was going on. Right. You know what I'm saying? They wasn't even (laughs) – talk about being trained to handle it. It wasn't even an incentive. They were, like, letting people die by the thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. So you know they wasn't getting the proper care. Mm Mm-hmm. And you got to – you got to – Deal with the pain in some ways. These these is early onsets. You know what I'm saying? Everybody didn't have access to coke that was out. You know what I'm saying? In the early late 70s, early 80s, coke was a thing. That was the big thing. That was it. You know what I'm saying? Certain drugs, you you got the cheap shit. But we, 
you can smoke weed all day. It ain't gonna, it ain't gonna have the effects of heroin, crack, and all that other stuff. And it's gonna give you certain health benefits, you know, that might help you in certain situations where you might be in a pinch. You can't get to certain medical, you know what I'm saying, supplies and resources. But, you know, a lot of that comes from, you know, this is a, a common thing that's going on. It's, a, it's like other underserved communities. You know what I'm saying? Minorities, especially when we talk about QPOCs, queer people of color. Right. You know, the family households, kids are getting kicked out earlier and earlier. They resort into houses and living on the streets and, you know, doing what they got to do to survive. The last thing you're thinking about sometimes is your health. And these are all factors that play into these, you know, percentages that are disproportionate that, you know, we, we, we face on a regular and it shouldn't be like that. Right. But that's an interesting correlation because that's, uh, uh, so, you know, something you might not think of. We smoke weed every day. We, we chill, we smoke with it, but it's certain people that they kind of needed it in a different way and it served different purposes. And that's one of the, the biggest reasons why I'm glad, you know, they kind of finally came out and was like, all right, let's go ahead and legalize the shit. You know what I'm saying? Legalize Yeah. Yeah, but breaking it down, so there there are some improvements. It's changing because back in what was it, twenty twelve, there was a survey that went out to the medical schools, and a result of this, they found out that fifty two percent of the medical industries they didn't provide any LGBT competency training. So, like you know, we have I listed a few of them. There's certain unique health challenges that we face. Right. And if you don't know how to deal with these, you know what I'm saying? So you going into an establishment that's not equipped to give you proper service for what you might need, first of all, you're going to feel uncomfortable and you're not going to get the proper treatment that you need. Mm-hmm. So if they're not even prepared to see you and then it's already a stigma attached to you socially, it's right. like, damn, like, how do you, where do you go for care? Yeah. So that's another reason why, you know, Marijuana was playing a big part of it. It's a cheap, pretty much a cheap uh, alternative to the resources that you might not even have access to in the first place. So, you know, it's kind of wild, and it definitely helps me to this day as far as, like, I think a lot, a big part of my, you know, the way I move and the way I'm able to carry myself is mm-hmm. because I do smoke so much and I don't let, you know, certain shit, like, it kind of just balances you out. You don't see too many hothead weeheads. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's kind of, it's a certain, you know, it balances you out a little bit and it don't give you that. And then it's not as as addictive as some of these other drugs out here. I would say it's not addictive at all. I smoke the blunts and that's the tobacco is what kind of, you know, give you, the, give you the addiction. But as far as that, man, we been on the front lines for a while. So it ain't nothing new. That's the correlation as far as the LGBTQ community. You know what I'm saying? And to this day, it's been heavily prevalent. I think as far as the amount of people that they know of, the amount of pot smokers, it's a, it's heavy within the Q-plus community, man. We, we smokers out here in Absolutely. general. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And we definitely continuing on that tradition. Um, and that's what we have, man. You know what I'm saying? I think it makes perfect sense. So I was I would, I would say, I, listen, I'm going a, I'm to a tag it. We came out today. We came out. We just gay, man. We just gay. We just gay. We, we just, just part of the Q Plus community. Welcome to the community. We appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Miss Mary Jane. Mary Jane. 
You know what I'm saying? She came out as by today and all that. You know what I'm saying? This is why the Herbal Tea Podcast brand kind of works. This is exactly the mind state on, that we man. were thinking about when we created this whole situation. Yeah. So I think it's very, very fitting. Yeah. For, you know, everything that we're talking about and, you know, just kind of how the platform works and shit like that. So, you know, shout out to you. Thank you, man. For putting this whole thing together. Thank and you. Kind of bring it, tying a little bow, neat little bow to you this. You know what I'm saying? I tried, you know man. I tried, man. Let's and on see, that man. note, why don't, we, why don't we go ahead and end it on a high note, man? Like we always do it. From cows to cows, what is dope? This hope, what is dope? This hope, shish, wait, is it lit?